the Big Money Podcast. It's your window into outlier stocks and what really moves markets. Don't follow the news. Follow the Big Money. This is the Big Money Podcast. And what do we do? We follow the Big Money. Money. I am Luke Downey, one of your co-hosts, and I'm sitting with the esteemed and the beautiful Jason Bodner. Wow. Beautiful. You're making me blush. How are you? I am doing well. And I figured, you know what, why don't we get into what the data is saying? Because I know last time we talked about up, up and away, some stocks are up, up and away. Others are down, down and away. Deuce. Deuce, That's right. So (laughs) that's what I'm right. Let's do it. Let's do what we do best. Let's, let's talk about our data. Let's bring get it on. into the data. And you know what? We're going to look at that right now. But, you know, what are you noticing in the data while I get everything set up? You know, have you been noticing certain pockets of stocks falling or what? Yeah. So what I've been noticing, what we've been talking about for the past week, right, is uh, indexes have been rallying of, with the exception of the past couple of days. Um, today, not included because we're up today. But uh, index has been rallying on very light volume. So we've been getting lower than normal signals. I think uh, January, February, and March, we had average signals uh, that were much higher than we've been seeing. I think signal counts have dropped off between 30 and 40%. So that big money index, while it was rising, it was rising on low volume. Yep. Now, that might cause you to be like, oh, no, that's you know, scary, but really what it means is we got to look at what stocks are driving our signals. And all of a sudden, a week ago, we noticed quality names are starting to get the love again by big money and by quality names, you know, stocks that are growing their sales, growing their earnings, growing their profit margins, typically tech companies, healthcare companies, sort of the growth leaderships, the juice, which had been lagging so uh, from mid-February all the way up to around the last week, really. Is, is it a true statement real quick? And I know I've got the big money index on the screen. And I mm. listen, I, I know we're talking over that. And you don't want to talk over the BMI, but you know, sometimes you do. But there is juice in the tails, right? So there are mm. a bunch of stocks that are leading and there's a bunch of crap stocks unfortunately i hate to say the word crap but they are going into the crapper and that is what is causing the bmi which by the way if you're a subscriber map signal subscriber or if you're not the bmi is going to be uh Look at embedded that. on the website you're going to be able to hover over when's the last time you hovered over something jason <laughs> it's been a while right i don't think that's for this podcast Listen, well, (laughs) you're going to be able to hover over the BMI. And what I think is really important about what's going on with the data is you're seeing the index. So this is the SPY uh, in the dark blue. It's basically at all time highs, right? So Mm. there is quality that is leading the market, but the BMI actually is not really doing much. In fact, it's in this little range bound area. And that's because a lot of troubled areas a lot of fluff areas like SPACs oh you know low quality names are dragging the BMI lower and I think that is a bullish thing when quality is getting going to the top rising 
And in less quality, the stuff that we don't necessarily want to rally, that's not really long-term bullish, starts to fall off. So anyway. Yeah. And, and let's not forget that volume should start picking up again because earnings is underway. Finally. Speaking of volumes. Oh, volumes. Another hover over chart that uh, people are soon, subscribers are going to be able to see this. And this is uh, our second most popular chart. This is the ETF buys and sells. So these are the daily buys and sells of ETFs. And why do you want that? Is uh, because you can see froth tends to be, so like big buy signals that you're seeing right here, tends to line up with market tops, near-term mm. tops, right? Yeah. Happened here, right? This is, uh, looks like September 3rd, 2020. Uh, also saw some froth here, which was November 10th. And then a little bit here, which- They're like white caps. It's they're when like, the wave crests. It's when the wave crests. <laughs> and this is really cool. So like RIAs, registered investment advisors, this is like some really cool insights that can kind of give you a little bit of an edge whenever you see this type of stuff. And on the flip side, whenever you see ETF selling, we tend to be near market lows, not mm. always, but tend to. Yeah, no, that that is awesome. Yeah, this stuff we got to visualize internally and we're excited to be able to roll it out and you can zoom in and eventually, Ooh. not yet, you'll be able to click one of those bars, jump to the day and see the exact ETFs that made buys and sells. And then you'll be able to swim inside our data. It's going to be really cool. Oh, swim. Give us feedback about that. What you'd like to see, what you'd like to do, click the stock, get a report on demand, things like that. Boom, boom, but boom, boom, boom. I just wanted to sort of latch on to something you said, the crap the stuff that's dragging us lower because I know yeah. readers have wrote in. Yes. They saying, hey, why aren't you telling us which SPACs to buy? Why aren't our SPACs in our data? And I think somebody even suggested, Luke, that we relax our fundamental criteria that we're too uptight when it yeah. comes to fundamentals. They, they said, they, you know, every now and then you get people, they'll write in and, and they'll say, hey, you know, I notice it this stock isn't in your research mm. that I'm really interested in, or they'll give us a few. And quite honestly, over the past quarter, it's really been a lot of these SPACs and then really trying to educate, uh, because that's what we try to do too, is educate that a lot of these SPACs are a lot of froth, a lot of hype. You know, I, I looked uh, this morning and I saw that SPAC issuance from last year through the first quarter of this year, mm. something around 550, 600 SPACs, something like that. Do you have um, a chart of that? Like, I, because I, I think I do. I think it's very recent that we've seen an explosion in SPACs. And by the way, while you're pulling up that chart, I just want to add there is nothing wrong with hype. First of all, I'm not making fun, you know, about, uh, relaxing our fundamental criteria. We'll explain that in a second, but nothing wrong with hype if you can back it up, right? You know, Babe Ruth pointed to the stands to crack a homer and then he hit the homer. So I have no problem if you got a hype, if you can back it up. But the problem with SPACs is they're blank check companies. They're raising cash to go acquire businesses. They don't even know which ones they're buying yet. And they have two years to figure it out. So we like two to years. look at stocks. Yeah, that's. Did I say two or three? Anyway, no, no, you, you did. I, I'm just repeating, yep. kind of like they do in the the rap songs. <laughs> yeah, it's subliminal. Two Sub, years. Subliminal. Two years. Subliminal. Two years. No, so. Uh, and I've got a chart here, mean, just so. 
Okay, yeah, I just want to finish my thought on SPACs and then let's look at the issuance. It doesn't mean that SPACs can't grow into great revenue generating and profit generating companies. It just means they don't have it now. So they're hoping to, it's a far more speculative instrument. And for us, we like to focus our process on what's working now and what's likely going to work continually as opposed to what might work in the future. So Take us through what we're looking at right now. So just early this morning was, it was in the wee hours. I wanted to see, you know, what has SPAC growth, SPAC issuance growth, what does it look like over the last guys, years? When Luke opens his eyes at three in the morning, the first thing that goes through his mind is what does SPAC issuance look like? <laughs> Listen, I started looking into it and I found a lot of stuff that I wasn't really, you know, I wasn't liking what I saw, but anyway, mm. just to move things along in yeah. 2014, there were 12 SPAC issued and then you start to see a little bit of a ramp 2017 they got up to 34 2018 46 then something happened in 2020 do you remember what happened in 2020 uh was it covid is yeah. am i gonna fail this quiz yeah it was covid it was a pandemic <laughs> people stayed home oh i and got it a, right <laughs> there was a lot of money that went into the system so wall street basically said you know what we need to create more products to attract all of that money. And so in 2020, what do you see? Just about 250 SPACs were issued and the party was just getting started because in Q1 of this year, we're already north of 300. So wait, wow. let's let's put that into context. Our Please. system, we look at over 5,000 stocks every single day. So mm-hmm. in 2019, 1% roughly of our stocks were SPACs. Mm-hmm. And in the past two years, we now have almost 10% of our stocks, if not more than 10% of our stocks are SPACs. That's, that's, that's spectacular. <laughs> so, and you, and you got to be wondering, look, you know, you know who, who is behind all these SPACs, right? And I saw that looking through this, and I, I don't want to harp and beat up on SPACs because, listen, that's not nice to do, but there have been a lot of investor <laughs> alerts. I saw that the SEC put something out there that said, you know what, there's a bunch of uh, high profile celebrities that are Mm. backing certain, or they're just tied to a SPAC somehow. Uh, Some of the names that you might have heard of, Shaquille O'Neal, which by the Mm. way, he's a pretty good investor. So maybe he's got something going on with the SPAC. Steph Curry, Sierra, uh, Serena Williams, A-Rod, Bill Ackman. We know he's- Bill Ackman I've heard of. Even get this former house speaker, Paul Ryan is, is on the SPAC bandwagon. So listen, he's a speaker of something now. He's the speaker of something, but the point, speaker of a SPAC, the point is, the point sorry, is, there was a bad joke. Yes. It's, it's a bad joke, but there's a lot of people getting on the bandwagon and it might be hard to find, listen, maybe 550, whatever number of specs, maybe they're all amazing, but I got to think, I got to think there's a little fluff out there. And I think you just got to be a little bit careful. And that's what our model, our model, our process, don't say model. That's, that's not what we want to say. It looks for the seeds of greatness. So that's growing sales, growing revenues, stuff on paper that we can measure forward success, likelihood of stocks. That is it. It's not, again, nothing wrong with hype and Shaq may be the 
greatest investor of all time yet to come. But and rapper, we've and a rapper and mm-hmm. a basketball player, and he does the the general uh, insurance commercials. So not taking anything away from SPAC, but he's obviously got a lot of promotional value. The so SPAC. the question is, what is he promoting? It's not yeah. Shaq. You know, what is his spec? I don't know. What I do know is we developed a process, looked back over 30 years, hundreds of thousands of stocks. And yep. when we focus on our juice stocks, stocks that grow sales, grow earnings, grow profits in great sectors, have moats around their businesses, get big money buying, you know, we got the odds in our favor. So when SPACs show up on our research, to your point about crap heading down right behind your head, yep. SPACs have been littering the bottom tens of our financial sector reports that go out to you know hedge funds and things like that. Those are the ones that are seeing selling. We're not seeing SPACs on the buying and they're getting really weak fundamental scores because of course they don't have sales and earnings yet. It's just yep. this vehicle to raise a bunch of money to go buy a company or merge with a company and hopefully turn it into profits. In the process, investors in SPACs, they have to pay the promoter, the shack. They have to pay Wall Street their fees. They have to pay the acquisition. I think in that white paper you pointed me to, it says an average SPAC ends up with 66% the cash that went into it and most decline in price. So nothing wrong with SPACs. Everybody else can go fish in the SPAC pond. We want to fish in the stock pond. And I want you to show me, Lukey. Amen. Show me the money. Show me the stairway to heaven of what happens when you focus on a juice. So is it now outlier stock profile time? Because that's what I want to do. That is is what I'm getting to. You're keying me up. I am. Bing, bada boom. Okay. ASML. Semiconductors. Mm. Semiconductors are super hot. We've been talking about these in our research. And uh, this is an ADR, super cool company. They had uh, earnings this morning. Absolutely spectacular. The Mm. forward is looking really good. But here's what we are trying to look for. And it's the stairway to heaven. It's the juice. So over here on the left, and you don't need to know anything about the stock. You just need to follow the data. That's what Map Signals does. And you can see on a technical basis, big money is going into the shares and lifting ASML higher. This is a one-year chart. That's it's, just last year alone. It's a doubler. And then- So the look yeah, at that. The yeah. first signal within a year, a year was May 18th. The stock's up 103% in a year. In a year. And, and these signals- wow. They are weighed not only by what's going on in the shares, but also whenever we talk about our top 20 list. So these are going to be the stocks that actually have great fundamentals. They have great sales, great earnings, you know, all that kind of stuff. We do it, boil it down into one signal. There's been 23 times that ASML. That's the elevator to heaven. That's the the elevator to heaven. That's what we should do. That'll be the next indicator that we have. The first time this stock showed up on the top 20, was in 1997. Obviously, we weren't in business back then, but the stock is up almost 13,000%. And that's what we're trying 
Absolutely. But let's just skip past that and go, you know, that gray area is a back test. That's when we weren't in business yet. Forget the this stock came on the radar in 2017, right around a hundred bucks. Hundy. And it's already six X. So six. you know, are we gonna find that in SPACs? Maybe. Maybe. Are we gonna find that in stocks? Likely. Likely. So that's you know? what we want to do. We want to focus our efforts on what we're good at. Talking about our data, going over stocks. I, I fully respect SPACs are new and exciting. And so is cryptocurrency. And so is the next big thing, whatever it's going to be. But we're really good at what we do. And I just want to keep doing that, you know? Don't change. You know, it's kind of like Coca-Cola. You know, whenever they try to do the new Coke. And ah. a lot of people think that was a big marketing ploy. But basically, if you know, some of the younger viewers don't know that, you know, they had the original Coca-Cola that you have tasted. Nice. I have tasted my grandparents have tasted. Uh, there was this big fear. I think that uh, Pepsi was going to come in and they had better tasting cola. They did the blind taste challenge and all that type of stuff. Which cola do you like better? Mm. Uh, I think it was Pepsi, but anyway, Coca-Cola management got worried and they said, man, we need to mess with the formula. They came out with new Coke and it caused a, a big uproar. You know, people were writing in and, and just like, what did you do? You threw away my memories. You threw away my childhood by getting rid of the original Coke. And well, then, yeah. Yeah. yeah it caused no, no, people I, to buy more Coke because they were like, oh my God, you know? Well, I think it's almost like that meeting we went in and we're talking about outlier stocks. And when you think of Michael Jordan, when you think of basketball, you think of Michael Jordan, MJ. Yeah. is basketball, right? He is the outlier. And the guy's like, yeah, but he sucked at baseball. And you're like, <laughs> all right, you know, wow. I get it. So I don't want to do baseball. SPACs for us is baseball. There's it's nothing wrong with them. There might be terrific SPACs and great stories, but let's focus on our process and what we do and become outliers of our own process of finding outliers. I want to be the, the outliers in outlier hunting if that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah. And listen, Michael Jordan would beat either of us on the baseball field. So let's just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> put that out there. But the guy said it with yeah. a straight face and that is totally it. We got to focus on what we do well. And I don't know that an outlier stock is going to become an outlier without crossing through our net. I don't think it's possible. It was built to look for the juice and it finds it and it hunts the elephant. We don't know animals were harmed in the making of this uh, system. Just want to put that out there. But look, focus on the juice, focus on the quality. The quality stocks are right now showing buying in our signals. That's why we're getting excited. The crap stocks are leading us lower when they do. So the BMI <laughs> seeing a little pressure. But to your point, it's a good thing when quality is getting bought and crap is getting dumped. That's what we want to see. And right into an earnings season where already we're seeing companies report big money earning, I think things are setting up still rather bullish. I know it's a little choppy. Hang in there. Earnings but, are good. Uh, yeah. Let's let's focus on the juice. Let's focus on what we do. So yeah. I think with that, my man. I said all I got to say. That was good. That was straight to the point. So guys, reach out if you have any you know, questions, comments, anything that we should be covering and let us know 
about the BMI and the, the ETFs. Yeah. And what else do you guys want? Because it's coming down the pipe, baby. Yeah. And for those of us, uh, those of you map view readers, eventually, you know, imagine you'll be able to click on that BMI, see the stocks that made signals, click on the stock, get a ready-made report, get your charts. I can all without imagine. me and Luke doing it for you. So just wow. get those wheels turning, give us ideas that we can go go act on. And in the meantime, don't follow the news. <laughs> follow the big money. Wow. You took the words out of my mouth. With that, I think showtime is over, my friend. Peace. Until it's next always time. great talking to you. Love your headphones. And I'll talk to you next time. Hey, later. Bye, bud. Thanks for tuning in. Please remember, this broadcast is intended for entertainment purposes only. Investments can carry substantial risks. Before you make a financial decision, you should first consult your financial advisor.